Today was Daf Mem. Hey, today's Mem Bav. We'll do a review of yesterday's Daf. Get to today's. Have in mind that our learning for should be a schus for the Yidden and Eretz Yisrael, as well as the Yulei Nishmas. Want to say the Chayalim? They should be safe. I don't know. And we'll find out. Also, the Nishmas Yitzchok Heshel Ben Avram Gedalia. And before Shleimah Fadas Basrani Bracha Bashashana, Amy Basvora, Tzvito Ben Chasha, and what Miriam Bas Et Zisel, and Sarbas Chavit, also needed. And with that, let's get started on the review of the Mishnah, bottom of the page. So um, the Mishnah says that uh, when you have an axe that's about to get stoned. And then the they, the Bailam decide to make it hectic. Last minute, it doesn't work. It's too late. If the if he shechts it at that time, also too late. It doesn't. It's also to benefit from. If, however, he did so before the Gemara did, before they actually issued a ruling, so the hectic would be a good hectic, and the shechita it would matter the meat. You could eat it. Okay. If he gave it to a shemachinam or a shel, a nice socher, anybody who's watching it, they fill the place of the owner. If it's a mu'ad, they're going to pay nezek shalom, and a tav they'll pay chatzin nezek. So, the Gemara brought down, that's the mission. The Gemara brought down <coughs> that by assure that the kills, before the Gemara din, if he sells it, it's a good sale. If he made it hagdish, it's good hagdish. If he shechts it, it's mutter. If the Shoimer would return it to the Bailam before the Gemaradin, it's a good return. After the Gemaradin, if they already established the ruling that it's, you know, whatever, it's Chayev, so then this is what changes. If you shechted the meat's also, if you made it out of dish, I'm sorry, it went out of order. If you sell it, it's not a good sale. If you make it hectic, it's not a good hectic. If it's shechted, it's not a good, it's still lesser. And if the shemir return it to the bailim, it's not returned. That's the Tanakama. Rabbi Yaakov disagrees. He says that even after the Gemardin, if the shemir would give it back to the bailim, it's mochzer. It returns. So what's the machlekes here? So l'chaira, there's the machlekes. There are a button hold that you don't say, Yisrael, no, something's also right now. You can't say, look, this is yours. What do you want? It's the same animal. So the fact that you can't benefit it, benefit from it is entirely beside the point. It's not my problem. Okay? It looks the same. Um, and Rabbi Yaakov says, no, you say that. You say, Rachel Chalof Necha. So Rabbi says, no, really, everybody says that you could say, Rachel Chalof Necha. Because otherwise, why wouldn't they argue also by Chometz by Pesach? Chometz Shavlov Pesach, it's the same same situation. It's also by now. And yet, nobody seems to argue and say that you can't give it back. You could. Um, so we're talking about over here, is there, um, is there a guilty, is he guilty because of the fact that he allowed the Gemara Din to happen? That's the question. When he was the Shemer, in other words. Uh, can you be going where the din of the shore, not in front of the shore? That's the machlok. So Rabbanon say you can't. And therefore, there's a taina on the shomer. How do you, um, if you would have given it back to me, I would have made sure that they couldn't judge on this cow because I would have hid it, put it in the forest, it'll never be found, a place where it'll never be found, whatever. And um, and then they wouldn't be able to judge on it, and then it would never have gotten to the Gemar Din. Now that you did that, you made it in a place that is nothing I could do anymore. You messed me up. 
Um, and Rabbi Yaakov says that you could, it doesn't matter because you could do a Gemar Din with, of the Shor without, not in the presence of the Shor. Because uh, either way you get the Gemar Din against the Shor and it would still be us. So what, you want, what's the difference? Why do the Rabbanans say that it needs to be in the court? You have to actually bring the animal to court. Because the Pasuk says, I'll show you Saka, look how well of you must. Kimisas habailam kachmisas hashar. Just like bailam, anybody, you need to judge in front of them. There's no such thing as issuing a ruling not in their presence. You can't find a party guilty without, I think it's one of the, uh, isn't that one of the laws in America also? You can't, you can't issue a ruling against somebody without his being no, there. Do, do in absentia. In absentia, but you don't give him a chance to... If he doesn't to, come, uh, if he's not case. there, then... Well, if he's indicted and he runs away, then they can... Oh, that's run away. But yeah. I'm talking about... But he's not there. No, like, he's not around. He's he a bench warrant. That's why they issue a bench warrant. But they issue a bench warrant, but you can't be guilty unless you're there. You can't be guilty you unless you're there. Right There's a constitutional right to face. There's a constitutional right of, yeah. of something. It's, what's Other countries will try you in absentia, but in the U.S. they won't. They won't. There you go. See no, that? you can't. They have a constitutional England? right to trial. You're dead. Yeah, you're yeah, dead. No, 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 it doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter. You're not there. You didn't show up. Too bad. Guilty. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Yeah, they'll issue a bench warrant and to arrest you, but you're not guilty until you show up for court. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, they it like after. Anyway, that? yeah, you show up to court and uh, they'll probably keep you in jail for a couple of days and then they'll uh, issue Try a bond uh, for, to make sure you show up and then you have your trial. But they can't find you guilty if you're not there. That's the idea. That's the constitutional right. Okay. Yeah. Rabbi Yaakov says that constitutional right or whatever, the, this idea only exists for people, doesn't exist for animals. Weak, okay? That's the idea. Because um, he says, there are animal. what about animal rights? He says exactly woman, what. woman. He's master <laughs> white. It's a beautiful idea. He says that when it comes to the bailing, the idea is, is that you want to give them the opportunity to explain themselves, to say a claim. Maybe yeah. there's a, something that we didn't, oh, we're not aware of. But the animal, can't really but the animal really is not capable of making a claim. And so, since it's not capable of making a claim, so therefore there's no point. It does not matter whether the animal's there or not there. That's Rabbi Yaakov's reasoning. Mm. Very good. Very sound logic. Okay. All right. Brings us to the next case. Give it to the Shorachinam, the Shoel. <coughs> they take the place. That's what the Mishnah says. They take the place of the Bible. So uh, we brought down um, to, from the Tanra uh, Banan that uh, there are four that are taking the place of the Bible, the Shorachinam, Shoel, the Sacher, and the Sacher. If uh, a Tom kills under their watch, um, the Tom would get killed. And, um, but there's no kofar, obviously, as, as there's no kofar by a Tom. Mu'adin, uh, they get killed, and they will pay kofar. And they have to give the value of the shor back to the pylon, because there it's there. I mean, obviously, they're the shomer. They have to make sure it goes back. It's their problem. The only one who's not going to be obligated to give back the shor is the shomer chinam. Now, what's the case? If you watched it, so then nobody should be chayv. If they were doing their job and watching the animal and somehow it was an accident, so then they should all be potter. And if they didn't watch it, so then even the shomachinam should be chayv. So what's the scenario that the shomachinam is potter, but all the rest are chayv? I understand the shomachinam doesn't have to watch it that well. But, well, so that's what the Gemara's can answer. So the answer is, is that we're talking about a beer that he did what's called a Shmir B'chusa. He just locked the door, 
like you, that would stand in front of a normal wind, and that's the case. Um, he went into a shmiram ula, he went into a very high level watching. So by shemachinam, that's sufficient because the shemachinam has limited. Look, I'm you know you get is an expression in America. You get what you pay for, so that's it. This guy's a free watchman, so he's not like he's doing you a favor. So he's not going that much out of his way. I mean, he's not he's not he's taking it seriously. He's not going to be negligent, but he's not there to tie up the animal like crazy. You know what I'm saying? He does a normal thing. He puts it into the pen, into the stable, closes the gate, and that's it. More than that, it's not it's not expected from a shemichina. Okay, so it's close to Lashmirasa. His watching is finished. This, since they have a higher level of responsibility, the Socher, Nosis Socher, and the Shoel, they're responsible for even if it gets stolen or lost. So there's a high, they need to actually have a better lock on the gate. It's not just because uh, they have to protect it against being stolen or whatever. They're responsible for a higher level. So their Shmir is not finished yet, and that's the difference. That's why there's this distinction. You know, the purpose of the shmirah is not to keep the animal from damaging. The purpose of the shmirah is to make sure that no 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 harm or no loss comes to the animal. Correct, but there's a but the point because being is is that if you did the watching, so that's the point. Whatever level you're supposed to watch the animal would absolve you from payment. Okay, we'll see more than this in a second because this is a very interesting idea. So the Gemara says, whose opinion is is this going like? Is it, uh, so? If it's what's the problem? If it's going like Rameir, so Rameir says that a socher is the same as a shomerchinam. So you should put socher on the list together with shomerchinam. So and if it's going like Rabbi who says that a socher is like a nosei socher, like a, basically the same as a shomer socher. So then why wouldn't you say chutzmi shomerchinam, and all of them by a mood is also potter. Because we have a special Allah of Rabbi which we'll see a little more about. Fascinating idea. He says, by a muad, you have to watch it less than a shmirah p'chusa is sufficient for a muad, even though it's not sufficient for a tam. Okay? Don't go over that it's count, I, I, it's yes, counterintuitive. It's important to understand, but it's counterintuitive. But there is a logic to it. There is a very good logic That's to it. And I'm going to explain the logic right now. Basically, what Rebut is saying is, first of all, it's in the Pasuk. The Pasuk where it says, V'lo balov, it says it only by Muad. Mm-hmm. If you did a, what's, a, what's ostensibly a Shmira, even any Shmira, then, it's, then, then you can't mm-hmm. apply the word, you didn't watch it. I did watch it. Not enough, but... Yeah, no, I watched it. That's all the Torah requires. In order to be high by Muad, I have to watch it, right? But I'm not doing but now, what's the, real, what's the reason why the Torah would require less of a watching by Muad and would absolve you if you did any Shmir by Muad? And by Atam, there's a, you know, you have to watch it even more. You're always responsible. The answer is, makes a lot of sense. Because by Atam, you're only paying half. So, um, so since you're only paying half, there's, a, there's you know, the, you, you know, the, the we want you to we want to encourage you to be extra careful so that the damage doesn't happen to, to that it, you don't let it damage. So we put more of an onus on the pilot by mud where you can be paying full damage. So that that alone the fear that you're going to have to pay full damage, you're incentivized to protect it. 
But so the requirement of the Torah isn't as necessary, and therefore, if you did your job of watching it, it's okay. I mean, again, it's like I said, it's counterintuitive, because normally you'd say mu'ad is m- more of a reason to watch it. But typically by mu'ad, he's, it's like almost like a less likely scenario, because after all, you're not, you don't want to keep your mu'ad around anyway. It's, it's, a, it's a risk, such an animal. So you don't want to slaughter it. So for the little bit of time until you get it around to being slaughtered, it's like, okay, he watched it, he locked it behind the gate, whatever, that's it. You know, if something happened, it's like um, he's, he shouldn't be responsible. So, so the Torah's logic is that you're more incentivized to be more careful within the life? On your own. And on your own. Not to have to legislate. Or to, right, it's not legislated, exactly. So therefore, their requirement, their requirement was limited only to a basic watching. Once you watched it, that's... Uh, being less incentivized, because you don't have to pay half damages for, for Tom. So they need... Therefore, it, so therefore, there's less, greater... It's a broader cases where you're responsible. Okay. They're not saying they should be less careful with a more dangerous animal. Right. They're, that's they're, not what they're saying. That's the wrong It's just a question of are they, how much are they legislating. That's the question. That, anyway, that's, that's the concept. That wasn't clear. Okay, all right. Anyway. All right. Anyway, so that's the story. It's it's uh, listen. It's, it's complicated, but it is what it is. Okay. No, it makes sense this way. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So that's the question. So um, so. Um, so the Gemara says that you know what? No, it's going like it's going like uh, Rebbe Lazar. Okay, who says that uh, there's the, the, he says a, th- a whole different take. He says that once it's a mod, it means there is no way to watch it, basically. Meaning it has to be put to death. The only shmira is the, uh, the knife. Yeah. Right. And therefore, in other words, he holds, Rabbi Lezer holds like Rabbi Yuda, that a, 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 a socher is like a nosei socher. Um, but, uh, but there's no free pass if you did a shmir pchusa, ever. Uh, because what it means, Vilish Moreno, means there is no way to watch it. You better put it to death. Basically, better slaughter it fast. That intuitively makes more sense. That's a very logical, very reasonable. Okay. Yeah, it's a dangerous animal. Um, uh, so, uh, okay. So, as far as the Socher, um, he holds, like, like we said, he holds like Rabbi Huda, who says the Socher is not a Socher. Okay. Abai says, no, you could say it's going like Rameyer. And remember, there's a, there happens to be a dispute which version, who says between Ramei and Rabbi Yudah that a what a socher is. So Rabbi Baravua switches it and says that a socher, how does he pay? Ramei says like a shomer socher, and Rabbi Yudah says like a shomer kinu. So then it can be straight Ramei, and it fits perfectly. <clears throat> Rabbi Lazar says, if you give your shirt to a shomer and it damages, it's chayv. If it gets damaged, it's potter. So what's the case? If he accepted to protect it against damage, so then even if he gets damaged, he should be chayv. And if he didn't accept it to protect it against his damage, so then when it does damage, he should also be potter. How come he's responsible for damages uh, that it causes, but not damages that it receives as the Shomer Chinam? So Rav says, we're talking about he accepted to protect it. Um, but he's talking about where he knows that it's a dangerous animal, 
and uh, therefore he's like his his concept of protecting is like it's very unlikely that any animal is going to want to start up with this crazy bull. So uh, all I'm busy watching is make sure that it's not going to attack. It wouldn't occur to me to protect it from somebody. Everybody tends to give such a crazy animal a wide berth, and they and it's very rare for somebody to try and start up with it. Okay. You got, you know, that's the story, and uh, so, so, it, since its standard is that it goes and harms others, so that's all he's worried about—that somebody's going to come and harm it. It's not; it wouldn't, it wouldn't occur to him because, like we said, it's not—it's it's so uncommon it's, uh, that that anybody would try to mess with such a crazy bull. That's the story, which brings us to the new Mishnah. Okay, so we said that the the Bailim, uh, tied it with a rope, okay, closed it properly, and it went out and damaged anyway. Doesn't matter. Tamud, this is the machlokas here between Rabbi Yud and um, and Rameir. So whether Tamur Muad Yechayv Rameir, that's Rameir Shita. You watched it like the basic a basic watching, then it damages. Tamud, you're responsible. Rabbi Yudha says. By a time, you'll be chayv in that case, but by a mood, you'll be potter, because the Pesach says, well, Yishmarayin And you did watch it. So, like, the, the text really is very indicative, like Rabbi Yudah, because that's what the word sounds like. The, there's only a requirement, the only time you're responsible as a mood, if you didn't watch it. You can't say, I didn't watch it if I closed the door and tied it up. I did. I did watch it. That's called watching. Okay. What's the reason of a mayor, though? He says that standard wa- standard bull is not considered watched. Um, and the Torah says that a tam is chayev because you need, um, indicating that you need a basic watching. Okay? Um, and then it says, v'lo yishmerenu bayimod, that it needs a shmira mula. So, like, the standard is that it's not, safe. animals aren't safe. So, by the time, there's an assumption that you have to do a, ba- a basic watching. And therefore, by a mod, when it says Lishmeno, that means a high level watching. That's how he understood. Okay? And uh, once we have that, you have to do a higher level watching for the mod, so the puzzle compares Tom to a mod. It learns out that a Tom and the mod are the same. And therefore, just like by a mod, you need a high level watching. So to buy a Tom, you need a high level watching. That's the. That's how Rabbi Meir sets it up. Rabbi Yudha says that standard bull is considered safe. A bull is not a wild animal. It's a tame animal. It's a domesticated animal. It's not assumed to be dangerous. Torah says that you pay by a tam to tell you that it needs high-level watching. Then it says again, to tell you that it needs a high-level watching. High-level plus high-level so it becomes reversed. It's a riboy acher riboy, and it's only coming lemaimayit to exclude, which is that you don't have to do shmira mula by the muad, only a shmira um, shmira pchusa, mid, uh, a lower lower level watch. What are you going to say? Right, but it's uh, but it, but the double expression, you know, when you protest too much, it has a reverse effect. Okay, so now what are you going to say? Uh, there's a nigicha l'tam nigicha mud. They're compared to each other. There's a mute of lo yishmerenu lezev lo It's only going on this one. 
So uh, this drusha overrides the other one. But don't we need it to tell you uh, that there's a love? If you didn't watch it, it's lo yishmerenu. Like, it's like he's transgressing a negative prohibition for not watching his animal. So then the puzzle could have said, v'lo yishmer. Why did it say lo yishmerenu? To tell you only this one, not the other one. There's a special watching that, limited watching necessary for uh, <coughs> For the Muad, that's not true by a Tam. Okay, Reb Lezben Yaakov says, it doesn't matter, Tam or Muad, if you watch did a Shmir They're both lenient. So he's a third opinion, and he's saying they both need only Shmir Pchusa. Why? Because he also like does, is a Muad of Shmir Pchusa, is enough. And then he learns, he does the other Trasha, that they're compared to each other, that Pchusa is enough. Rav Ad Barava, says that uh, an amazing little insight into Rabbi Yehuda. Yes, it's true that Rabbi Yehuda says that the Muad is, um, it needs only minor level watching. But every Muad is also a Tam inside the Muad. That's his far. Very interesting concept. Because the animal, it's not like when it becomes a Muad, it's no longer a Tam. It's a Tam plus. It's the other part. You have to pay... So basically, we split the animal in half. For the first half damages, it's it's paid. It's re, there's full responsibility, <clears throat> even to watch it on a higher level. For uh, as a tam, and the muad part, which makes you pay the full damage, out of your pocket instead of out of the animal. That if you did a shmir pchusa, you're absolved from that. So in other words, when the animal's a muad, and it and you did a Shmir Pchusa, and it gores, you're still going to be paying like a Tam, the half damages, but for, and from the animal. It's, when, it's what I'm free from is the extra half, the other half. That's how, how Rav Adarava explains Rav Yudha. Okay? Um, it's like the Tzad Tamus stays in its place. That's the concept. Okay. Um, then we saw another statement. I don't know. Did he get this far uh, yesterday? Yeah, he got the right horn, left horn. He got to like yeah, yeah, the left horn. Okay, he did the left horn. Okay, so very interesting to do that. Okay, so Rav says an interesting halacha. He says if it's a mud, don't gore with its. It's a righty. Okay, the handle's a righty. He always gores on the right, the right horn. So he's not a mud for the left horn. So um, who are you going in? What? What? He's not a muad for the one side of his body or the other. That's the unusual. It's, un, it's unusual for him to attack. To so it's just an observation. Right? Yeah. So that the, so he only goes one it way. Be, it can't be ambidextrous. No, I'm saying this is what he's shown. He's shown that he doesn't do anything with his left side. He does on his right side. I don't know why. You ask a question. Okay, that, I get it. That's a chiddush of Rav. Okay, you're right. It's a chiddush. Okay. okay, so he's a mood for Kenya so man. He's not a mood for the small for the left side. Left side, you'll be fine. You're safe. All right. Um, so I'm who's he going in? If he's going in, Rameir, who says that Tam and a mood need a shmir mula. So, what's the difference? If he's going according to Rabbi the left side, even the right side, there's a you also have a tzad tamus. So there's the both. Okay, there's a, the tam side in the right side also. Because even the mud has some tam in the mud. Okay? 
uh, and there's Otsad Moedas as well. So the answer is we're going in Rabbi Huda, and he doesn't hold like Rav Adbrava. He disagrees with this idea of Rav Adbrava, and his view is, is saying is that um, that in this case um, you find a Tzad Tamus um, only then is the animal partial Tam and partial Mu'ad. But a mud, but once it's a mud all the way, so then there's no such thing as ta- tamas at all. Basically, once a mud, then you're you, there's no tam anymore, and therefore, according to the way Rav looks at it, supposing opinion, if the animal as is now a mud and you did a shmira pchusa, which is sufficient according to Rav Yuda, and it gores, you don't pay anything, not even the tam part of it. That's how Rav looks at it because it, 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 the mud subsumes the identity of the animal. There's no, only when it, uh, the animal is partially tam and partially a muad can you start saying, well, some, in, in some ways it'll pay as a tam, in some ways it'll pay as a muad. That's the only time there's such a thing as a half and half animal. But according to the Ravad Rava, every animal is kind of a half tam, half muad. That's every, tam, every animal that's a muad. Anyway, that's the idea, that's the review. I'll stop our review over here.